0: Am I pretty now a podcast about the ugly side of beauty with Haley and Aaron. Welcome back friends to another episode of am I pretty now podcast about the ugly side of beauty. Um, I'm Haley. I'm Aaron. Uh, We have something a little different for you this week. Yeah we thought we'd switch it up. Uh, Since we're a little bit of a An ooky spooky podcast. Mm -hmm. and ooky spooky people. A little bit. A little bit. Like this is my time of year. Mm -hmm. October is my favorite month and it's not my birthday month. So there's no reason for me to like it as much as I do. Except that it's ooky spooky. Yeah. Yeah. So what we wanted to do, we're gonna take a little break from all of these grotesque topics for you guys. And we wanted to share some ghost stories with you Mm -hmm. that are still topical, to our general idea of the podcast yes. yes yes um so just like a little what's at the beginning of a chapter book what list your chapters index that's another. yeah
1: um, table of contents table of
0: contents Ooh, yeah um just to give you like a little bit of a rundown of how we're going to do this is i am going to share the story of our namesake of the podcast mm-hmm. am i pretty now mm-hmm. um Aaron will be sharing a short story with you. I am mm-hmm. going to do a movie story. That's all I'm going to leave it at. Realistic. Do I know? <laughs> um, and then we also just want to share some of our own personal ghost stories mm-hmm. with you guys too. Um, not necessarily. Mine definitely aren't beauty related.
1: Mine aren't either.
0: Okay, good. No, they're just they're just some. Good ookie spooksters. Weird shit that's happened. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um so without further ado, grab a seat, grab a drink, and let's get started. Um so our namesake of the story or of the show comes from an urban legend. It's an, uh for the sake of my story that I found, I'm gonna say it's a Japanese folklore mm-hmm. or urban legend. Through finding a good story to tell everyone, um, I am lo- noticing and learning, I'm noticing, um, yeah, that, I like that. <laughs> it's it's more of an Asian culture thing in general. Not just in one specific area. Yes. Yeah. Um, I do know there is a Thai version of this story. But like I said, mine is going to be coming from the Japanese side of things. Mm-hmm. I always um, think that's interesting. Um,
1: just like when like entire cultures sort of have something. It's not just like one country or one place. Yes. They like and I up. know I I know what <laughs> you're gonna talk about. So uh-huh. I know it's like not like real necessarily but like to me it's kind of like Is it? Well that's just do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like there has to be something like that far reaching. That, like, multiple countries kind of, like, have their own story or, like, version of it. Yeah. So to me, you know, like, I'm kind of like, what did happen, though? Like, what was out there? Like, that they're all kind of, like, honing in on this, like, one thing. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that makes me very excited. Oh, yeah. Uh, And that is the fun part of, like, ghost stories in Mm -hmm. general. Places definitely have their own, um, like, the Banshee Mm -hmm. is definitely a a Scottish Ireland thing. Yep. I think actually, now that I said that, though, I'm pretty sure other countries have their versions of they Banshees. do. They yeah. do. Uh, Native Americans Ooh, have yes. theirs as well.
1: That's true. Touche. That was. But it's like here, like again, it's like a universal thing.
0: Yes. So, so where did it come from? Dun dun dun. Yeah. <laughs> um. So this is the urban legend of the slit mouthed woman. Hmm. She's fun. She's she's fun. I mean for some. <laughs> oh, also, we should probably mention too, we discussed this before we hit the record button. Um, we're not going to source anything necessarily in the episode itself, um, but because we are going to be reading some stories that are either published or from, well, it's still published regardless. Yeah. Um, we are going to source all of the stories in probably the, the – Show notes, the blurb. yeah yep. um, just so nobody gets upset with us, everyone gets credit mm-hmm. where credit is due um I just I don't think it needs to be done now, so yeah, no, check out the notes uh the the site that I'm taking the first story from, actually, I fell down a huge rabbit hole the night that I found this. um, it's definitely worth a ski yeah, like it, it had some uh, really good stories in it, um, but like I said, we'll source it all for you if you want to check things out you're more than welcome to um so yeah on that note here's the urban legend of the slip-mouthed woman with halloween approaching be sure to watch out for the ghost of the slip-mouthed woman more commonly known as the kuchisaki ona Mm. Mm. this popular and ancient urban legend originates in japan Japan is known for its number of frightening ghost stories, with this one in particular being beyond chilling. The legend commences with a stunning woman who was married to a samurai, but beware, looks can be deceiving. She was very vain and one day went as far as cheating on her samurai husband. When he found out about the affair, he grew very enraged and slit her mouth from ear to ear, giving her a Glasgow smile. Following the savage action, he asked, who will think you're pretty now? Although the original tale is cautionary to, although the original tale is cautionary to remind people to stay faithful, the story takes a gruesome turn. In 2007, a coroner found records of similar shocking cases during the time of day that the story takes place in the nighttime records showed that many children had died at night, rumoring sightings of a woman with similar features and were at the time and place of their deaths, giving a frightful realistic twist to the legend. This apparent phenomenon can be explained. Woman wearing a surgical mask or mask of some sort who would approach people, um, usually children, at night and ask them, am I pretty? If they said no, she would slash their faces with a pair of scissors, giving them a similar Glasgow smile. However, if they said yes, she would reveal her face and ask again, Am I pretty now? If this time they said no, she would slash their faces regardless, even if they still said yes. She would follow them home and still brutally kill them. Many people believe that the only way to break this pattern is to confuse her by answering with either, you're okay or so-so not providing a definite answer the confusion from these replies would buy the victim enough time to get away
1: one of my favorite <laughs> stories
0: Short. i was trying so hard
1: like to not inter- <laughs> like to not interject uh, yeah. throughout that just because i kind of just wanted it to like keep building mm-hmm. um <laughs> Yeah, that is definitely what I'm so excited right now, dude. Like, I know I gave myself goosebumps telling it. I love I read that it seven story. times. Yeah, I love that, and I remember like the first time I actually heard it. It was actually at. Um, a uh cultural convention a few years ago um and i remember just like falling in love with that whole idea back then just like the whole story and that kind of sent me down like a rabbit hole of like these different myths and legends at the time too so like every time i hear it i get so happy yes
0: yeah um yeah it's short sweet to the point no no bullshit with it Mm -hmm. um i also just like that she's like A very vengeful woman. Yeah. And it's like, the story's been around
1: forever. Yes. So it's like, the fact that it's been having this like, resurgence recently, and like storytelling and like, Alleged sightings and you know what I mean? Like different sort of things like related to her kind of like story and mythology have been kind of like back in the news again, just in like Asian culture in general. Yes. Um, it probably shouldn't like really excite me and get me (laughs) but it does.
0: But it does, yeah. I'm stoked. Like that was just a great way to start today for sure. Um there's also a movie yes we will be honest we were going to try to watch it and we were going to review it for you guys but it's like almost two hours long and there are a few different versions um
1: again we'll be blunt (laughs) most not with the greatest reviews and like the hunt for some of them um i'm sure we're still going to end up at some point watching it for you guys and discussing oh absolutely um but just not for today yes so if any of you have actually watched any of the versions of uh, any of the Tales of the uh, Slit-Mouthed Woman, let us know. Yes. Um, and even maybe like if you guys just want to kind of kind of like let us know which one you think we should be watching. Yes. Because uh, I think that's like the mm-hmm. hardest part.
0: Well, like you said. figuring there's... it out
1: because there are several versions and like all with differing reviews. Not that I go with a lot of the reviews that are out there. I'll still watch a crappy we movie. We both know of some <laughs> very well-received films. Mm-hmm. That are absolute shit. <laughs> we uh, have very strong feelings yes, about them. <laughs> uh, a few in particular. Um, so if you guys just kind of like want to let us know what maybe you think we should be watching in terms of um, this story, go ahead and do that. We would definitely really appreciate it and we'd love to uh, watch it for you guys.
0: Yeah, we'll definitely watch it. We'll review it. We can interject it somewhere within the podcast. Yeah. We kind of want to do maybe some like tweener episodes, mm-hmm. relaxed episodes. Um, so maybe it'll appear in one of those Mm -hmm. i'm trying to think of like a a topic that it might make an appearance in but i don't they have to keep listening but that's true right yeah it'll be like a scavenger hunt yes you guys have to keep listening you won't know to find out when we watch the movie Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right cool yeah awesome
1: okay (laughs) so on that note um i'll be honest like i found this like classic story uh that i'm just going to kind of like follow that up with and now i'm like it's a really good story. It's definitely topical. Yes. Um, I'm a little bummed that it's not The Mouth <laughs> Woman. Um, but I think you guys will enjoy though. it as well.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Uh, I don't know how many of you guys, it kind of like takes me back to my like junior high, like high school days with this short story uh, that I'm kind of about to uh, read here for you guys. Um, it's called The Birthmark, and it's by Nathaniel Hawthorne.
0: Ooh.
1: Uh, again, he doesn't, I hate to put it this way, I didn't, if I'm honest, I enjoy a lot of literature, but I don't always, like, enjoy, like, some of, some of the classics, I think, to me, were just a little, they were so, like, male-oriented and, like, we're going to go hunting or I'm going to go explore I'm going to go a find ship. a woman. That's not interesting to me. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> but this story definitely uh, kind of did take hold, so I was actually really excited that I was able to find it again. I'm excited um, to hear it. But, yeah, so without further ado, <laughs> uh, The Birthmark by Nathaniel Hawthorne. A long time ago, there lived a skillful scientist who experienced a spiritual reaction more striking than any chemical one. He had left his laboratory in the care of his assistant, washed the chemicals from his hands, and he had asked a beautiful woman to become his wife. In those days, a new scientific discovery, such as electricity, seemed to open paths into the area of miracles, and it was not unusual for the love of science to compete with the love of a woman. The scientist's name was Elmer. He had so totally given himself to scientific studies that he could not be weakened by a second love. His love for his young wife could only be the stronger of the two if he could link itself with his love of science. Such a union did eventually take place with remarkable results. But one day, very soon after their marriage, Elmer looked at his wife with a troubled expression. "'Georgiana,' he said, "'have you ever considered that the mark upon your cheek "'might be removed?' "'No,' she said, smiling. "'But seeing the seriousness of his question, she said, "'the mark has so often been called a charm "'that I was simple enough to imagine it might be so.' "'On another face it might,' answered her husband, "'but not on yours. "'No, dear, nature has made you so perfectly "'that this small defect "'shocks me as being a sign of earthly imperfection. "'Shocks you,' cried Georgiana, deeply hurt. "'Her face reddened as she burst into tears. "'Then why did you marry me? "'You cannot love what shocks you.' "'We must explain that in the center of Georgiana's left cheek "'there was a mark, deep in her skin. "'The mark was usually a deep red color. "'When Georgiana blushed, the mark became less visible.' But when she turned pale, there was the mark, like a red stain upon snow. The birthmark would come and go with the emotions in her heart. The mark was shaped like a very small human hand. Georgiana's past lovers used to say that the hand of a magical fairy had touched her face when she was born. Many a gentleman would have risked his life for the honor of kissing that mysterious hand. But other people had different opinions. Some women said the red hand quite destroyed the effect of Georgiana's beauty. Male observers who did not praise the mark simply wished it away so that they did not see it. After his marriage, Elmer discovered that this was the case with himself. Had Georgiana been less beautiful? He might have felt his love increased by the prettiness of that little hand. But because she was otherwise so perfect, he found the mark had become unbearable. Elmer saw the mark as a sign of his wife's eventual sadness, sickness, and death. Soon the birthmark caused him more pain than Georgiana's beauty had ever given him pleasure. During a period that should have been their happiness, Elmer could only think of this disastrous subject. With the morning light, Elmer opened his eyes upon his wife's face and recognized this sign of imperfection. When they sat together in the evening near the fire, he would look only at the mark. Georgiana soon began to fear his look. His expression would make her face go pale, and the birthmark would stand out like a red jewel on white stone. Do you remember, dear Elmer, about the dream you had last night about this hateful mark, she asked with a weak smile? None, none whatever, answered Elmer, surprised. The mind is in a sad state when sleep cannot control its ghosts and allows them to break free with their secrets. Elmer now remembered his dream. He had imagined himself with his assistant, Aminadab, trying to remove the birthmark with an operation. But the deeper his knife went, the deeper the small hand sank until it had caught hold of Georgiana's heart. Almer felt guilty remembering the dream. Almer, said Georgiana, I do not know what the cost would be to both of us to remove this birthmark. Removing it could deform my face or damage my health. Dearest Georgiana, "'I have spent much thought on that subject,' said Almer. "'I'm sure it can be removed.' "'Then let the attempt be made at any risk,' said Georgiana. "'Life is not worth living while this hateful mark makes me the subject of your horror. "'You have deep science and made great discoveries. "'Remove this mark for the sake of your peace and my own.' "'Dearest wife,' cried Almer, "'do not doubt my power. "'I am ready to make this cheek as perfect as its pear.' Her husband gently kissed her right cheek, the one without the red hand. The next day, the couple went to Elmer's laboratory where he had made all his famous discoveries. Georgiana would live in a beautiful room he had prepared nearby while he worked tirelessly in his lab. One by one, Elmer tried a series of powerful experiments on his wife, but the mark remained. Georgiana waited in her room. She read through his notebooks of scientific observations, and she could not help but see that many of his experiments had ended in failure. She decided to see for herself this scientist at work. The first thing that struck Georgiana when entering the laboratory was the hot furnace. From the amount of soot above it, it seemed to have been burning for ages. She saw machines, tubes, cylinders, and other containers for chemical experiments. What most drew her attention was Elmer himself. He was nervous and pale as death as he worked on preparing a liquid. Georgiana realized her husband had been hiding his tension and fear. "'Think not so little of me that you cannot be honest about the risks we are taking,' she said. "'I will drink whatever you make for me, even if it's poison.' "'My dear, nothing shall be hidden,' Elmer said. "'I have already given you chemicals powerful enough to change your entire physical system. Only one thing remains to be tried.' And if that fails, we're ruined. He led her back to her room, where she waited once more, alone with her thoughts. She hoped that for just one moment she could satisfy her husband's highest ideals. But she realized then that his mind would forever be on the march, always requiring something newer, better, and more perfect. Hours later, Elmer returned, carrying a crystal glass with a colorless liquid, The chemical process went perfectly, he said, unless all of my sciences tricked me, it cannot fail. To test the liquid, he placed a drop in the soil of a dying flower growing in a pot in the room. In a few moments, the plant became healthy and green once more. I do not need any proof, Georgiana said quietly. Just give me the glass. I'm happy to put my life in your hands. She drank the liquid and immediately fell asleep. Elmer sat next to his wife, observing her and taking notes. He noted everything, her breathing, the movement of an eyelid. He stared at the birthmark, and slowly, with every breath that came and went, it lost some of its brightness. By heavens, it is nearly gone, said Elmer. Success! Success! He opened the window coverings to see her face in the daylight, and she was so pale. Georgiana opened her eyes and looked into the mirror her, mirror her husband held and she tried to smile as she saw the barely visible mark. My poor Elmer, she said gently, you have aimed so high. With so high and pure a feeling, you have rejected the best the earth could ever offer. I am dying, my dearest. It was true. The hand on her face had been her link to life. As the last trace of color disappeared from her cheek, she gave her last breath. Blinded by a meaningless imperfection and an impossible goal, Elmer had thrown away her life and with it his chance for happiness. In trying to improve his lovely wife, he failed to realize that she'd been perfect all along.
0: And that, guys, (laughs) is uh, The Birthmark by Nathaniel Hawthorne. Wow. Okay, first of all, Elmer is very dramatic way too dramatic way too dramatic and poor Georgiana
1: yes like okay he crushed her kill me but I don't want you to look at me the way you do now yes
0: that is so sad such a good story though
1: yeah I was really that was really good I was able to (laughs) find
0: it yeah yeah it's
1: like every time I go back and read it though I like get like a little bit more yeah you get angry upset about it yeah yes
0: Yep, Because I like how she described it, where it was like a little fairy had touched her cheek. Like, that's adorable. She clearly mm-hmm. loved it. But to this one man, yep. Nope. He wasn't the right one. Nope. At all. Shame nope. on him.
1: But yeah, I mean, I think it <clears throat> definitely is like super topical because, again, it's kind of going back to that idea of like beauty and the p- pursuit of perfection yes. all the time. And kind of like, what is like, what makes us human? Like, what makes us us? Yes. You know what I mean? Like, at some point, like, in that pursuit for perfection, like, we do kind of lose who we are, I think, a little bit. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And just how ingrained it is, too. Yes. That, like, in his dream, he said, the further he kept going, it kept moving further and further towards her heart. And still, he was like, fuck it. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. And she knew it. (sighs) And she was like,
1: yeah, let's go ahead. But, yeah, but, you know, and then, you know, she was saying, like, she knew. Yeah. Whether she had this surgery or not, whether she let him experiment on her or not, it was never going to be good enough.
0: Yes. Yep.
1: Like he would always find something else. And I feel like that's ingrained in us too, like to just, okay, cool. So this
0: is taken care of. What next? Yes. Yep. What's the next thing? And especially when it comes to plastic surgeries. Yes. Is like the best example of fixing one problem and then finger quotes problem. Right. Right. And fixy, yeah, like and then seeing oh well now this isn't as good either right so let's do some more yep and more and And, more yep yep and then it snowballs and you look like um is it Coco Chanel no Uh, Versace's
1: wife oh uh his sister Donatella or his sister yes Yes. where it like Mm -hmm. I was gonna say LaToya Jackson
0: oh yeah (laughs) that
1: was a different direction completely different but but, yeah, again it fits for sure at some point they're all kind of like looking the same now in that family
0: it's crazy yes yeah and like they didn't no very different (laughs) very different people very different humans and all of a sudden they're all starting Mm -hmm. to look very similar Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) no that was a good one i haven't i never read that one yeah, I just. I wish I, I had.
1: I like vaguely remembered reading it, so I was hoping I'd be able to like come across it somewhere. Yeah, so,
0: yeah. It's mm-hmm. very, um, Telltale Heart.
1: Yes, yeah. Which yeah. I
0: guess that that is kind of the same timing, probably, right? Between I think,
1: uh, again, don't no quote other. us. On. Yeah, I feel like
0: probably. Yeah. <laughs> I picture all. I mean, with that kind of name, you had to be in a. I think we're all we all picturie. <laughs> Picturing, I think we're all kind of like picturing like that same uh-huh
1: time. Yeah,
0: I don't know if you know what he looks like, but I'm kind of picturing. This is such a weird <laughs> picture that I'm picturing. H-H-M's? The picture you're picturing. <laughs> the picture I'm picturing. Uh, oh, the first uh, serial killer. Yes. 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 With the with the
1: uh, hotel. his Hotel with his little mustache. Yeah. Yes. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yep. It, listeners couldn't see it, but Aaron mm-hmm. totally traced a twisty mustache. <laughs> <laughs> and forgot yeah. the word mustache i did i just acted it out <laughs> you did we just you, charades we, it up sometimes <laughs> in here. we like to charades it mm-hmm. on an audio platform and only uh-huh. we get to enjoy it <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> all right so as we alluded in our table of contents for the episode um where i could not read aaron's lips um the next story comes from the movie 13 ghosts mm-hmm. um you've seen it right yes okay yes i'm finding out girl it's a little come bad. on have i seen Nobody a ghost at work. movie <laughs> it's fair i was asking sorry to call you out sam but i, I asked sam and yeah. she had no idea what this movie was really yeah I was like matthew lillard's in it i love that man and everyone's like who's matthew lillard that that was also the yeah <laughs> boo the reaction that boo. i got to boo <laughs> um so first i want to give a synopsis of 13 ghosts for anyone who hasn't seen the movie you're missing out even as cheesy as it is i think everybody needs to see it it's fun and i also learned and i don't you probably know this it's a Not a full-blown remake, but, like, there's an original movie that has this premise. Um, Of course, I cropped it out on here, so I don't have the original movie. But it was a 1960s movie Hmm. that I had no idea about. Um, Hopefully somebody can let us know, because I should not have cropped that out of my picture that I took, my screenshot. Um, But, yeah, so while you... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, you like Google that. <laughs> I am going to give a synopsis of 13 Ghosts first. Yeah. It was called 13 Ghosts from 1960. Okay. I wasn't sure if it was the same title. Yeah. I kind of want to watch it now. I do too.
1: Now, I did. Oh, and you know it's going to be good. 36% Rotten Tomato. What? Was?
0: I think this 13 Ghosts had less. Probably. Probably. <laughs> On Rotten Probably. Tomato. <laughs> a lot of people. So here's the thing, if you do watch it, don't go into it thinking that it's gonna be like a block bus Aaron just found <laughs> 17. <laughs> seventeen. Yes. Like a shit ton less. Monk was in it. Yeah, he played the dad. Yeah, okay. And what's her name? She has two I first that. names, Elizabeth. Shannon Eliz- Elizabeth. Shannon Elizabeth.
1: She was in everything in that time.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Um and Matthew Lillard, mm-hmm. which we already talked about. But yeah, like it had some pretty decent names in it. Yeah. But when you watch it, you cannot go into it thinking that it is going to be like a blockbuster winning all of the awards at movies shows. No, it was a movie. (laughs) It was a movie. It's kind of meant to be a little cheeky, a little cheesy. Um, Reading the synopsis of the original, it was also recognized as being very campy. But for some reason. So they knew what they were doing. 100 percent but people seem to think that this is supposed to be like a revolutionary movie and it's not it's it's i'll be honest the acting isn't great in it all the time no but like it's not meant to be i think again it's like they knew
1: they weren't going for full on like we're just going to be really corny but they also weren't going for super serious. It was somewhere like in between.
0: Yes. And people want to be very polarized about yes. their opinion of it. Yes. So it's either it's really or good or it's really bad. And it's like, nah, you have to watch it from yeah. that middle tick. Yeah. For sure. It's fine. Yeah. I own it. It's
1: it's <laughs> it's watchable. And I've watched it multiple and times. And it's enjoyable. Yeah there's some like just don't yeah expect it to be like
0: oh wow that was amazing like, yeah no it's not it's not it wasn't supposed to be but it's a good time there's a little bit of gore in it mm-hmm. um there's a neck wound mm-hmm. uh there's some slicing and dicing mm-hmm. i did i think even to isn't one of the i must said the monsters but i meant one of the ghosts like a torso like a dismembered torso I think
1: so yeah it's just like part of
0: <laughs> yeah it's yeah. like dragging itself through yeah. one of the hallways yeah so it's it's 110% worth watching especially when you get to meet the ghosts mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it's a good movie yeah I like it yeah I've watched it on multiple occasions I don't hate it um so synopsis of the of the whole movie it's a state-of-the-art remake of the classic William Castle a horror film about a family that inherits a spectacular old house from an eccentric uncle. There's just one problem. The house seems to have a dangerous agenda all its own. Trapped in their new home by strangely shifting walls, the family encounters powerful and vengeful entities that threaten to annihilate anyone in their path. And see, what about that doesn't sound like a good time? Right? First of all, you got a trick house. Mm-hmm. I love that. I want to go to the uh, Winchester mansion.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because it just, they literally, they were like, no, we cannot stop building this house. Yeah.
0: The spirit, what, she had a seance and the spirits told her that they wouldn't kill her.
1: As long as the house was
0: still under construction, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like hallways that go nowhere. Mm -hmm. There's doors that don't actually open. Mm -hmm. Uh, Stairways just go up to the ceiling. I want to see that shit. I
1: do too. And by the way, don't (laughs) oh, I shouldn't say don't go see it because I don't want to get in trouble. Don't confuse the actual like story of what really happened at the Winchester House (laughs) with the movie Winchester that came out a few years ago. Did they kind of? They kind of butcher it. Just yeah. Okay. (laughs) I mean, for anyone out there who enjoyed it, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm not saying don't see the movie. Yeah. Just don't confuse the movie with, like, the real story.
0: The same can be said for um, uh, Annabelle and The Conjuring. Yeah. And the Warrens. Um, The real Annabelle doesn't look like that. She's a Raggedy Ann doll. Yeah. And that's not super scary. (laughs) Do you know what's scarier to me is Robert. Yes. Robert is scarier to me
1: yes and no one cares about him no one's like let's have you know see we should
0: have played Mm -hmm. these kind or we should have like looked Mm -hmm. all these up too yeah
1: because we we will one day we'll talk about it yeah
0: yeah yeah that's maybe that's what we'll do let us know what you guys think maybe we'll just throw some like tweeners in of like some like haunting stories or ghosty stories we'll just add more to our plates Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah um so back to the story yes um in the movie there are 13 ghosts and they all have their like own little backstory um I do think that you shouldn't stream it you should in all fairness I'm not trying to promote anything or make any other people money I'm gonna say to get the dvd or blu-ray I mean you can get the dvd blu-ray I mean for like $3.99 <laughs> it's probably in a bargain bin I'll... it's not even a hard case it's one of those uh cardboard fronts that snaps on the oh, side oh really yeah it's not even a real case But the reason that i think that y'all should go out and get the actual physical copy is on the special features there is a feature that goes over all the background stories of each of the ghosts and that is where i found the angry princess story um everyone's stories are pretty cool i mean they're ghosty stories Mm -hmm. so why not um but the one i'm going to talk about today like i said is called the angry princess um the angry princess is one of the ghosts featured most prominently in the film appearing as a pale unclothed woman with sopping wet hair whose body is covered in deep cuts she carries a knife that she used on herself in life she was dana newman a young woman whose beauty became her ruin um after a string of foul boyfriends, she sought employment with a plastic surgeon, where her wages were paid in an endless array of needless procedures. Ooh, right? Right, because that's way better than money. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. After attempting to perform an operation on herself, she
1: finally took oh, her own life. That's a terrible idea. I've seen the surgeon do this. I
0: can do it, too. How hard can it be? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so she finally took her own life. Uh, which explains why in the movie she appears in the bathroom of the house. Um, Her first, like, appearance in the movie is Shannon Elizabeth's characters, uh, they're, like, all exploring the Mm -hmm. house. And um, I guess I – let me finish the last blurb here. Okay. Um, The Latin next to the illustration of the angry princess in the Arcanum, which is, like, this big book that they have to use to, like – line things up and, like, mm-hmm. basically make the house destroy itself and release all of these entities. Um, so the the Latin next to her illustration essentially says that she ended her life and the illustration depicts a young woman in a cloak and hood at the end of a noose. Um, so it's insinuated that she took her own life by hanging, um, which is a little strange to me because, like I started to say, her first appearance in the movie is they're all exploring the house. And Shannon Elizabeth, being like the older sister, is just stoked to have her own bathroom. And she goes into the bathroom. And while I should have looked up the actual characters' names because I'm just going to refer to them as the actors. Yeah. Shannon Elizabeth can't see the, the angry princess. But she's in the bathtub that is filled with blood. Right. Um, And she has, like, the knife in her hand. And she's just, like, staring at her so I'm confused why her depiction in the book I'm calling them out now is that she hung herself when they show that she probably slit her wrists
1: and bled out in the bathtub.
0: Yes, because that would make sense. She also does have
1: the the wounds.
0: The wounds on her wrists. I guess we should have had a little bit of a trigger warning on that one. I apologize. Yeah. That's that's my bad um yeah i didn't think of that either
1: yeah um
0: i genuinely apologize yeah we should have definitely mentioned that at the the top of this but yeah so that confuses me a little bit as to why she's depicted that because it would have been
1: like ligature marks more around her neck and she doesn't um she has maybe they just didn't think of that when they were like oh this is her story now we're gonna put this in oh whoops well it's already
0: out now yep and in the movie too they don't really show you like page by page the the ghosts as they're they're shown in the movie um they get like flashes of each character there's a point where he goes through and explains like all of these entities that he's collected um and there's like little i almost said splashes flashes of like the book itself it's not on screen long enough to you for you to, to really see figure it. it out. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like it might have just been a like an artistic decision in yeah. the book that just wasn't lined up with her story. Yeah, but again, I also feel like that co- goes back to our other conversation of plastic surgeries. It's addicting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, now they're doing um uh, like
1: psychological like mm-hmm. profiles like before you even. Go in for your first one. Like just to make sure that you're not someone who's going to be at risk. Yep. Not that you can always ensure that.
0: Of course. But But at least there's a caution. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I do feel like you (sighs) – in a stringing sense of mm-hmm. it, I do think that you can absolutely become addicted to that kind of stuff. Like it's clear with, if you've watched people shows are. like blo- Botched oh, and yeah. stuff like that. They have one thing done and then they're like, well, I don't know.
1: There's this one imperfection that's still there. So they go to doctor after doctor. They shop around.
0: Yeah. Um, and they just can't yeah. stop. That The doctors actually have to tell them like, no, we won't do this mm-hmm. again on you. Yeah. I mean, or
1: the people who, They've had every single thing done, and now it's to the point where they're, like, Coming up with things? They just keep, yes. Yeah, like, things, you know, and doctors are like, I'm not doing that surgery. Like, you're fine. Mm -hmm. You don't need it. Yeah, I'll go to someone who will. And then they find some, you know. Yep. But, yeah.
0: Did you see, I feel like you had to have been thinking of that one guy from Botched that came up with, um... He came up with pec implants. Yes. Calf implants.
1: Calf implants were huge for a while. Like I was seeing it all over the place. Like guys were getting calf implants. Why? I don't know. Like it's really not. But again, I feel like that's even getting into. And again, not to like get too deep into it, but like the whole body dysmorphia. Oh, absolutely. Sort of situation where like you're
0: fine. Yes. Well, banking off of the calf thing, because it is Mm -hmm. something that I've come across in topic research yep. um men wore heels they to accentuate did. They their calves did. they wanted to show off those shapely calves yes yes which in long run um as a massage therapist they they fuck up your muscles like it's not mm-hmm. good to wear heels all no. the time male or female male or no. female yeah like partake have fun yeah feel but it yourself shouldn't be your everyday but no you should all be wearing something with some kind of support that is not basically making you stand on your toes. Yes. Yeah.
1: But yeah, yeah. And I've seen some feet in this industry. Oh, I've uh, seen a lot of yep. them.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, that was that one. I still I love that movie. I'm not even going to lie. I know. I can tell you're so excited
1: by it. you're as excited about that movie as I was about the
0: Slipknot woman story. Yes. Yes. Hey, we all got our own thing. Yes. <laughs> um So, we've insinuated about, like, future movie reviews. Um, There was one that we kind of wanted to cover today. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They are local to Lancaster. Um, All of the the guys that, I I can't even say the guys that just created the film. Um, All the actors.
1: Yeah, everyone's local. Everything
0: was done locally. Um, Um, Yeah. Spots are... Like spots around Lancaster that yes. we know were featured in the movie, which is yep. so much fun to just be able to sit there and, yeah, like and be like, see oh, we, yeah, <laughs> <yep>. yeah. <laughs> um, so it is called HeBGBTV. Mm-hmm. That is a that was fun. That yeah. was fun, though. <laughs> um, so I did have to go online. Um, so we saw it at First Friday Fright Night downtown in Lancaster at a place called Zotropolis mm-hmm. um sponsored by Mr. Suit Records. Yes. Who also made an appearance? He did. Yes. yes. I wanted to stop and be like cool cameo, but he was he was busy. <laughs> I also know he listens. So Yeah. <laughs> we, we saw you <laughs> Um but like I said I had to go onto Zotropolis's page to see like an actual synopsis cuz yeah. I'll be honest as much as I enjoyed it there's I no know how way to describe, to describe it. it.
1: I was going to say, it yeah. is. It's one of those things, you know, and it sounds so like corny when you say things like this. But like, <laughs> it makes like you sound pompous. Really describe it. It's just uh, you have to experience it and see it for yourself. But like, this you really do need is. to experience it and just see it for yourself. Like, there's yeah. you could describe it. And I know you're about to with your synopsis. <laughs> but I don't think
0: it still doesn't do it, like, do it justice. justice. Yeah. Nope. not at yeah. all. And like I said, I searched for this. Mm -hmm. And I still don't feel like that it does it any justice whatsoever. Um, It's not anything that's been released, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, not Um, yet. I'm sure they will at some point.
0: We saw it. It was like a, I think it was the first public screening of it. It was, yeah. So it's, it's definitely like, first run underground it's not out yet not a lot of people probably have mm-hmm. seen it maybe a few that are listening and up. I knew it was going to be
1: good only because a few years ago I went to the uh Halloween event that they had had at Zootropolis then yeah so I was kind of like already familiar with some of the people who were doing this film this year uh so I I knew it was going to be a good time but oh yeah. absolutely yep
0: and I went in completely blank and literally like the first five minutes of it I was chuckling to myself like I felt like a little kid yeah
1: it's a good time like the whole way through
0: yeah absolutely um so before we continue to uh discuss review it it, let's talk about the synopsis people probably want to know what it is (laughs) from the desk of hebie gb tv oh I didn't want to read this part I'm sorry (laughs) that's just saying that mr suit picked it um, it's fine. So, a retro horror cable box infiltrates the real world and curates killer content to its audience. Streaming? No. Screaming. hmm Drawing on television themes of the 80s through the 2000s, this feature is jam-packed with fun shorts, scary songs, and creepy characters, all for cheap laughs. So bad, it's kind of good. hmm And <laughs> it's a film by jake mcclellan also goes by um knucklehead yep adam lenhart and er- eric griffin um if i botched any of those i apologize guys uh they were pretty straightforward but you know i like Never to know make stuff up yep um so yeah like i said ooh, it <laughs> you got very excited <laughs> i did that's Th- what just happened throw my phone yep end it let's call it um yeah so like i said so hard to describe. It is it's like <laughs> so toward the end there was like
1: the mini movie. Yes, which was so good it actually reminded me a little bit um of a short story I had read at one point. Okay. That was kind of similar except for I'm trying like not you know what I mean, I'm trying <laughs> yeah. like not to give stuff away. <laughs> it had like a similar theme to it. Okay. As what, like, that guy was kind of trying to do in terms of, like, taking care of himself, like, whatever. Yeah, yep. Um, But they kind of took it in a slightly different direction. So I was – it was fun for me to see, like, this twist. Yes. Because um, it wasn't where I thought it was initially going to go with it. Me neither. Um, I thought – I'm not going to talk about it too much, <laughs> again, because I was almost about to give something away. And it's um, so But hard. it was so much fun. I know. It's like you can't talk about it without giving something away, but just – So there was a story toward the end that was basically like a mini movie. Yes. In the movie. Most of the rest of the movie was almost like a little like anthology sort of situation. Yes. But then there was also like an overarching storyline and some characters throughout. Yes. yeah, Which is what makes it so difficult (laughs) because it's like a movie within an anthology movie with an overarching storyline.
0: It had commercials. Yes. Like – I They made the, commercials.
1: Kin, so I'm, again, not going to give it away, but Frank's. Frank's Hot dog. That was my favorite. That <laughs> and I forget the name of the cleaning solution. But that was fun. I was like kind of singing the jingle on my way home. Because <laughs> yeah. it was just really catchy. It was hard not to start to sing it in the theater. During, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and being like that guy behind us.
0: He was enjoying he himself. He would have sang the whole
1: so much. Yes.
0: Yeah. He was an actor. Was he? Yeah. I don't know if you I noticed. I didn't ever turn
1: around to see. I assumed he had something to do with the production, but I wasn't sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and that was fun too. Yes. That all of the actors, the the crew, mm-hmm. like everybody that had a part of it was also there to see yes. it. Yes. So it was kind of like a it like was a premiere like an insider moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like a premiere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. With that last story though, the 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 movie within the movie. Yes. I was I, I'm sitting here trying to think of a good way to synopsize it without <laughs> without giving it away yes. because it is topical. That's my struggle. It's very topical. Um I mean the it, this guy is trying to lose some weight. Yes, before he's going on this big trip he to the Bahamas. Didn't need to though.
1: He looked good. Not at
0: all. He, he looked was good. I liked when so, he was sir, feeling you himself. Look good. Absolutely. Please do not turn yes. into that character for multiple reasons. <laughs> um, but he finds this book of diets, mm-hmm. which is where like the topic yeah comes into being perfect for the for our show. Yes. Um. And but, I feel like
1: we've seen it taken in directions with things like that, with like whether it's like a mm-hmm. pill you take or a special yes. diet or a plan. Yep. But I've not seen it go this exact
0: direction. Yes. And it was such a good twist. Yes. On an old tale. Yes. Yes. So, like I said, he finds this book of diets, but it's—we'll say it's definitely extreme dieting mm-hmm. culture. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> he loses weight. weight. He he loses a lot of weight. Mm -hmm. But not the way you think he's going. Yep, (laughs) too.
1: Yep. And like, even if you're like, oh, I think I know where this is going with like the title of like the diet book and like their little thing in the front. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I know what it's happening. No, you don't. No.
0: Yeah. I will say, out of the whole thing, because it is horror, Mm -hmm. that last story actually made me feel in the best way possible. Yes sick to my stomach the you very last that. meal you that he started it. to like, prepare it, my stomach was like oh i don't know if i can do this i did so there's <laughs> one part of it again i don't want to give anything away yeah we're trying really that. hard hebegebe tv guys and i know they're like <laughs>
1: they're so cryptic this is like ridiculous <laughs> it's like they're torturing us just watch it it's when worth it comes out it. i don't know when it's going to be streaming um so again like mm-hmm. uh mike from mr suit yes jake like any of you guys associated with the film if you guys want to hit us up and like let us know when people can expect to be seeing it we'd love to know as well absolutely um but you guys just kind of like need to see it yeah because it's so hard for us to talk about like we need to talk about it but we don't want to but you can't it either yeah but yeah like so there's one thing that he's doing toward the end okay i think it was yes you guys can't see what mm-hmm. I'm doing right now. She's charading again. I, I'm charading <laughs> again. But yeah, we're both kind of on the same page with the one mm-hmm. thing. It didn't used to bother me. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it does a little bit. Yeah. Not as much as it could, but <laughs> yes. a lot more than it used to.
0: Yeah. I feel like I've been having this conversation per like Ookie spooky season yes. with people how when I was younger, I could watch almost any horror gore movie. I can't anymore. And it was fine.
1: I literally remember I don't know what I was eating but no joke I remember like eating some sort of snack and like I don't know like the educational channels they used to have like real like scientific and medical yes. things I literally watched an eye surgery and a brain <laughs> surgery Mm-hmm. And the brain surgery, like, the guy was awake. And I think that's yeah. what, like, kept me – I was like, what is happening right now? Yeah. I was fine. Snick snacking away. I way. was just having my <laughs> snack. Just, like, it's a little science. It's a little whatever. Yeah. It's um, educational. And now I would, like, ugh. Mm-hmm. Someone – I think I told you. Someone talked about band – some medical professionals came in. I can't eat eggplant parmesan anymore, going off on a tangent. Oh, but, you uh, did tell me this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because I was trying to eat this. And some people who worked in a hospital came in to the restaurant and just started talking about like the surgery they had performed <laughs> that day, like, and I'm just looking at my meal now and just imagining yeah. all of these crazy things. And I think that 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 was my uh, tipping point.
0: Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Um, recently, mm-hmm. probably the most recent, because at this point in my life of 33 years, I know that I can't do it anymore. Yeah. Um, well, watch gore. That was such a weird way right. to say that. There's a there's another podcast that I listened to, and it was about this um like cult serial killer guy, and he's not a surgeon, he's not a doctor or anything, but he like busted this woman's arm, and this is real life, unfortunately, yeah. so maybe trigger warning like for okay. gore. Um he busted she busted her arm in an accident, but they refused to go to hospitals because obviously they were in a cult and he didn't uh-huh. want to get caught. So cult. Um also just spray it away. <laughs> and just spray it away. Because <laughs> yeah, why not? Um, so what he did was he actually ended up amputating her oh. arm by himself. He's not a surgeon. They didn't uh-huh. have any medical anything. I was making... But he was anointed, Haley. But he, but he had seen it on TV. <laughs> so like it was yeah. fine. He'd been to the hospital before. He He's seen right. objects. Yeah. Um. But I was making <laughs> meatball subs. Yeah. Yeah. While I was listening to this, and now you can't—it grossed me out. I ate about half of yep. it, and I was like, "I can't." Because you're
1: imagining with the th- texture of the food, yes. and the way it
0: looks, red, red. Yep. like it yep. was just so out of control that I was like, "Your meatball I'm
1: moment was my
0: eggplant par moment." 100 <laughs> percent for the rest of my life, <laughs> I will not touch it. I'll be honest; I don't know if I've had meatball sandwiches since. I probably haven't. Subconsciously, no. I just avoid them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, that was a weird tangent to go off of. From, well food from the movie food <laughs> but and yes cutting things <laughs> again but, yeah. it's just a, a, a movie that you have to see yes um i did appreciate because this isn't really going to ruin anything it was a small bit but i appreciated the hatred of candy corn do you know what in I the quartet. Did. <laughs> so i appreciated that it was discussed don't tell me you like candy corn. I have known you for five, six years. You better not like candy corn. I don't. I would not seek out
1: candy corn. <laughs> uh-huh. But if it were available to me, <laughs> I would have it. But I would prefer, and it tastes just the same, but there's something about the shape
0: I like more. The pumpkins. The candy pumpkins. Aaron. Yep. That's right. All right, guys, so this is the end of the show. Um, yeah. We will not be back because I'm it finding was out nice talking to all of decor. you. <laughs> but I will not be
1: returning. Uh, we each have our own podcasts now. Yeah.
0: It's going to literally be the same. Yeah. Just separate. But separated. <laughs> um, and I also really liked the character of, is he just called the the Purple Man? oh that um, brings the box i don't in. know what
1: his name is. i really liked him yeah from the start i liked him and i was Immediately. like you can trust him but also like but you want to what he's about
0: yes yep
1: um i <laughs> liked the newscaster i thought he was fun he was creepy what did and i don't know if they were going for this look or <laughs> not but okay. um i think it was the second was it the second um, I'm going to get in trouble probably from someone I know very, <laughs> who's very close to me um, if I don't get this right. Oh, no. Uh, I'll just say it. Wes, I'm sorry uh, if I don't get <laughs> don't this one right. Don't hate us, Wes. <laughs> um, but I believe it's the second Texas Chainsaw. Yes. Where they're at the radio station, right? <gasps> I think it's at the radio station, and I believe it's the Bill Moseley character, if I'm right who has like the little sort of a comb over and he scratches his head the whole movie. Yes. The newscaster reminded me just, I think, with the comb over and the teeth. The of teeth? what got uh, me. That character. I want to say it's the, second, in the uh, second Texas chain, so I hope I'm right. I'm going to catch so much shit for this if I'm not. <laughs> um, but I kind of felt like there was a parallel between the two.
0: is it the second uh, yeah it is the texas no yeah yeah this, okay this one <laughs> yes yeah he totally looks yeah. like him. okay yeah okay 100 percent okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Whew>. yeah <laughs> crisis
1: potentially averted
0: um Thank but yeah goodness yeah i also just liked the fuck it attitude what he Especially literally says the end. fuck you yeah he, like he says fuck you to the audience yes. and I was just like this is great Like, yeah. I absolutely and literally love at that this. point it's like it
1: doesn't matter because he's like we know if you're going to turn your TV off or not so just don't do it yes. go fuck yourselves yep because yeah. <laughs> yeah. you're already fucked anyway now at this point
0: yep it's yeah. it's fully infiltrated the neighborhood yep. so that nobody is surviving it
1: yeah <laughs> but yeah super super fun yes super fun film
0: Um. also just want to acknowledge too that The the guys that I mentioned at the beginning and anybody else, like the crew that was involved, Mm -hmm. they literally have did everything. They didn't have like any outside people, right? They did all of the not to my
1: knowledge, it was like local puppetry, local talent.
0: Yeah. All the music, which was killer. Like Mm -hmm. I'd probably buy that if it were a soundtrack.
1: I would absolutely. I will go so far as to say they should put out a bundle.
0: Yes. A vinyl bundle. Mm-hmm. Wes will appreciate that. That would be fun. Uh, and right? Mr. Suit. Like a T, a record. <laughs> yes. Because they do. They did have merch. They did, which we didn't get to see. Yeah, because some dude we're not like... not to talk about that. Busted but. in front of us like we weren't standing in yeah. line. But whatever, dude. We literally we don't it. know who you were. Yeah, we don't so, know. But fuck you. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like we were clearly standing trying to yeah. look at the merch table. Yeah yeah that was irritating that was so irritating we were just like forget it if they know we love them now though yes yes 100 percent. i hope that it comes out on some kind of platform mm-hmm. or form in general yes. that everybody can see because if you like anthology cheesy like if you uh, like fun, borderline aggressive if you like fun if you like fun if you, if you like fun Halloween you're gonna like it and spookiness it yeah. was perfect yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah i guess next we'll share some of our own okay ghosty stories okay um you can go next okay because i feel like i've spoken should a lot. i share a few if because i like have a to? few
1: i don't know if we're gonna go back and forth or if i mm-hmm. should mine are less ghost stories and more just experiences
0: i would definitely if say that's m- okay absolutely technically mine have a backstory Mm -hmm. we just don't kind of know if it's true or not okay yeah okay we'll gauge it by length yeah if it seems mine
1: literally they're gonna be like three minutes each and just like so this happened
0: and then to me (laughs) it's all
1: just stuff that like has happened to me or that i've like been around
0: oh okay
1: so it's not really going to be, like, a story story as much as I wish it was. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it creeped me the <laughs> hell out. Like, with someone, you know. Yeah. Um, so for whatever reason, I I don't know if it's, like, me or, like, what it is. But uh, for some reason, I have evidently had a tendency to live in haunted places. <laughs> okay. You've been um, attracted. I have. Yeah. I have. Um So I guess, I mean, I'm not going to get get into a whole lot, but one of the first times I remember like actively knowing and this is going to be a wild, wild story. It's very brief. But still, like, kind of crazy that it happened at all. Okay. Um, I went through this, you know, we're all like a little wild when we're younger. So I kind of went through this period where I was like, oh, I'm going to drop out of college. I'm going to go, you know, hang out, you know, with this dude I'm dating and like all his <laughs> friends. And like, that's just going to be my life right now. Absolutely. Like, Very irresponsible and mm, crazy. I'll be back now and I'm like, shame on you. But, <laughs> you know, so I wasn't living in my town now. I was actually living uh, in a town maybe like 30 minutes past. Okay. Right, I'm now a little bit closer to Philly. Okay. Uh so living there, it was myself, guy um, I was dating at the time, and then like a few of like our friends. Like it was like basically, we pretty much just like rented like a house. Okay. So it was just like a few of it, and it was it was nice at the time because it like helped everybody with rent, you know, yeah. the the whole thing. Yep. But I remember like everybody just kind of like always had this like weird feeling like there was this attic situation, and it's like you couldn't get into the attic. I don't know what was going on. I'll be honest. We never really tried. It was very confusing to all of us. But the <laughs> attic was basically sort of like nailed shut. Like there was a door that would have gone up there. Okay. And we shared it. It was kind of like, kind of like a townhome situation. Yeah. Or like a home kind of situation where like <clears throat> the roof just kind of like goes across, you know, the, the whole place. But nobody would have access to like someone else's attic. Right, right. Um, and I just like, again, it just always seemed weird. Didn't live there very long. Um, not a great personal situation. So I did not live there long. I just kind of was like, yeah, I'm going to go home and uh, visit for a little bit. Mm, bye. And, <laughs> and just, just never, never return. <laughs> um, but at least I get a good story out of it. Absolutely. So I do. Re- so one night, and I think it was like raining. It was like something crazy, you know, whatever. So at first we were kind of chalking it up to like, oh, it's probably like, Maybe there's, like, a leak or something. Like, we should have, like, the landlord, you know, look at it or, you know, whatever. Yeah. We just heard some, like, weird noises. We had heard before that, like, neighbors had heard some, like, weird sounds, like, in their areas as well. But, like, didn't really think too much of it. Okay. Uh, To be totally honest, not, like, the best area. So, like, you know, we're hearing, you know, different things. And then eventually at some point this night, like, during the storm... We all basically like started thinking we were hearing people talking,
0: Ooh. which
1: is like weird. So like I go out to the living room and I'm like, were you guys like saying something? And they were like, no, why? Like, did you hear something? And I was like, no, I, I thought I heard something like and it, I knew they were watching a movie, but like I didn't that like that's not what it was. Right, right. Maybe 20 minutes later. Or so I'm not hearing anything and like on on you know the the bedroom door and i'm like hey guys you know whatever and they were like did you hear something again and i was like no i didn't and they were like are you sure like it sounds like somebody's talking but like i know the neighbors like aren't like home like whatever and i was like hmm Mm. so we're you know i'll just kind of trying to like who knows you know again maybe it's just like rain leaking or something you know whatever like that's what we're hearing or like we're just hearing something weird maybe i don't know like a cat or something is that you know like like just trying to come up with whatever explanation we can yeah we're like oh like maybe like a neighbor's friend came over who knows yes you know so they're like looking at the house for them no joke probably within like the next hour or so we're all at like different areas like of this townhome Like, downstairs, they're thinking they're hearing things. Upstairs, people are thinking they're hearing things. It doesn't really matter where you are in the house. Everybody's like, something is happening. Like, what is going on? Literally sounds like footsteps upstairs at this point. We're definitely hearing voices. It almost sounds like yelling. Oh. And then we hear this weird sound. I never heard it in real life, like, only in movies. So I can't say that I know exactly what it would really sound like. But it almost sounds like if somebody is like, That sound of like cocking a gun in a movie? Yes. And we all literally, at this point, we're like all just kind of like hanging out, like in the same place, like in the kitchen, like just kind of like together, like just in case. Yeah, absolutely. And we all just looked at one another and everybody was like, Is that what we think it was? And I was like, Oh, so we all think it was the same thing, huh? (laughs) We call the police. Because we don't know what to do. Yeah. One of the guys had tried to go up, and, like, he can't get through. Like, literally, this attic thing is, like, nailed shut. Like, it's it sounds like something out of a movie. It's ridiculous. No way to get in. We don't know. So then one of the other guys, like, had tried to go over to a different neighbor's house, and they were like, no, like, we can't get in either. Like, obviously, we have our own attic, but, like, we yeah. thought we were hearing something, too. Okay. So the police arrive no joke they said they thought they saw somebody upstairs (gasps) like in the window like they were like i mean like they came in like ready to go like
0: well yeah you said gun. like
1: one of them was like we definitely saw a shadow like we saw some movement up there we don't know what it was but yes and they came in and they're like is there any other way to get into the attic other than this door because clearly nobody got in this way and we're like no like there's no other way they searched both of like the neighbors' places, and there was no way to get in. I guess they found like one thing. I don't know if there was like a hole or like there was something. I think like between the two, so they were like maybe they got in like this way. There's just like the slight opening. It was all owned by the same person. Not the best landlord, I'll be honest. Fair. So we're talking about Philly. They did of course. eventually <laughs> like try to kind of like get away, like in there. Nobody was able to like get in, get in, but at least like enough, like I guess from like the floor. To a little bit higher to at least just kind of, like, get a flashlight in there and, like, look around. Little peek. Nothing in there. No sign anyone had been there. Shut up. They were, like, this is weird. Like, it was weird to them. And then later on, I remember one of the neighbors saying something. I think it was, like, a couple weeks later. Yeah. Evidently, like, years prior, like, before it, like, like, it was still, like, this, like, development. But they kind of, like, redone everything. Sure. Whatever. There actually had been, like, drug dealers, I guess, like, living there, and there had been a situation at some point from what I was told. Again, I don't know, so I'm not going to say definitely that's what was happening. So then we're like, oh, my God, was this, like, one of those, like, weird time-dimensional things? Like, we're hearing something from the past.
0: You know what I mean? Like, who
1: knows? So that happened. That was scary. That was weird. It was very hard to go back to sleep that night. Don't blame you at all. Um, If I even slept at all. Yeah. Um, I don't really remember. I'll be honest. We were just all so freaked out. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Um, So that was one situation. Okay. Another, um, I was living at an apartment, again, not where I live now. Sure. (laughs) um, But kind of outside of the area. Not the same town at all. Okay. Um, Again, super, super nice neighbors. It was a little bit further out. And I remember I didn't say anything at first because I thought, no, you're being weird. Like, it's probably just your eye. Like, you probably just need to get new glasses. And like, that's what this is. You think you're seeing something and you're not. You reasoned it out. Um, But I remember I was in this apartment and it was like a two bedroom apartment. Like one bedroom was in the front. One was in the back. Okay. And I just remember I was sitting and I was watching TV one night. And I was kind of like staring, like the TV was kind of like off to the one side of the hallway that led to like the back bedroom and there was like another like bathroom in there and like another room and the lights were off back there. So there was like no reason for me to see anything. Okay. And I'm watching TV and out of the corner of my eye, and you know how like sometimes like just like light plays tricks on you. Absolutely. I thought I saw not like a fog or a, well, I guess kind of like a fog or a mist, But kind of go from like one side over to like the other side of the walkway, but like in that back room. And I was like, no, you know, again, probably just like my eyes are tired. I should be wearing my glasses. Maybe I need like a new prescription or something. Like, because I had just been to the eye doctor like a year before and I probably should have had (laughs) a checkup, but I didn't. Uh Um, (laughs) But then like I saw it again. I was like, okay, it's not like a trick of the light. It's dark. Like it was nighttime.
0: Right, right. I'm by
1: myself. So there's no reason I should be seeing something. So I'm like, maybe it's just, like, I'm watching the TV and there's, like, a window off to the other, like, to the one wall. So maybe I'm just, like, seeing a reflection. Yeah, yeah. In the room and I'm imagining it's further back. No. And then at this point, like, I just got this weird feeling. And, like, I almost didn't want to look down the hallway. Like, I was like, maybe I need to sit somewhere else to just avoid looking at it. But then I didn't. So, um... I just ended up kind of, like, fixating on staring at the hallway. Because, you know, it's, like, that morbid curiosity. Oh, like, absolutely. what if there is something there? Yep. You were trying to and see I it again. And I definitely saw something go from one side to the other.
0: <gasps> so my roommate
1: comes home later, and I was, like, hey. Because it was actually, like, their room. Like, my oh. room was the one in the front. Okay. So there's no reason for me to ever go back there y- or anything. And I was, like, have you ever, like, seen anything back there? Not you, too. I'm, like, what do you mean Not me, too. Well, one of our other friends had been over, and he was like, yeah, like, it's, like, he mentioned that, like, he thought he saw something. Stop and it. And then this one other girl that we were friends with evidently thought she saw something, too, at, like, on more than one occasion. Because, you know, she would come over sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. stay in the room.
0: Absolutely. Um, <laughs> And she
1: would think she saw something. And I was like, well, I don't know, but definitely, like, I'm pretty sure I saw something. No. I don't know. And then like. How can you say no with
0: that many no people? No joke. He was
1: like, well, it's probably just like the story of like the house or whatever. And I was like, what do you mean the story of the house? Another situation. And I didn't believe it when he told me.
0: Okay. My mom
1: literally was like, no, I remember when it happened. I didn't realize that, that was where you live. It was in the papers. And you can actually look it up. There was a woman living in the house. I think it wasn't even that long ago. It was like either the 80s or the 90s. Ooh, okay. And I guess, like, her bedroom was that back bedroom. Her son got in trouble, again, going back to, like, drug dealers, but her son got in some sort of trouble with someone. His bedroom, I think, was in the front, and then I think he had, like, another brother. Okay. People came to the house. He wasn't there. They ended up basically, I think, shooting someone, and then they set the mom on fire in her room. And I was like, no way. And they were like, yeah, like, I guess, like, neighbors, whatever, saw, like, they were able to help. So, like, they put stuff out, but she died. (gasps) I think the little brother was still okay. And the other kid, I don't know what happened because he wasn't the one who caused the whole thing. Right, right. I don't know what happened because he wasn't there, but it was actually in the paper. And I was like, no, it wasn't. And then, like, people actually showed me, and I was like, okay, so it was in the paper. What? Which to me would explain why I thought I was seeing this like foggy mm-hmm. mist heading over in that room.
0: Yeah. <gasps> Ooh, that one gave me So that too. happened. <laughs> um, and then
1: I'm sure I have like a lot of other <laughs> things too, but then just the only other thing is when I was living, you saw my place in Delaware. Yes. Just from the outside. And it's super cute. Adorable. Um, it was bigger than it seems inside. It was four bedroom
0: wow but for
1: some reason like when i went in i was like yeah this is the room i want like immediately i knew what room i
0: wanted yeah
1: which is weird because it was like i had my choice of all of these rooms and it was not the largest room
0: but you were set immediately I was set. on
1: this i'll be honest the one bedroom that was the largest that i thought i wanted i didn't like the bed for some reason it kind of reminded me there was this creepy movie when i was little about like Some little boy, and he, like, goes to, like, visit his grandmother or something, and she's like, oh, come here, and he gets, like, sucked into the bed or something. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, It reminded me of that, and I was like, did somebody, like, die in that? It just looked like a lumpy bed. Like, it was, like, a furnished place, and I was like, I don't know. I feel like somebody's, like, older relative, like, died in it. Like, I'm not going to sleep in that room, so I'm taking this other one. Yeah. Well, I didn't realize that there was this, like, weird, eerie, almost, like, green light behind the house and like the little hallway like it's it was kind of like a little bit different of like a layout outside okay than when you saw it yeah um it was almost like a little like trash like alley sort of like way out there
0: okay but
1: there was this like weird green light that I didn't realize every night like I could see even like with like my blinds clothes and it was just it was a funky feeling yeah but when I was first there I felt fine as time went on I just started feeling weirder and weirder I would try to have friends over and like nobody wanted to stay over Aww. Or they didn't want to be there that long. And I was like, wow, like, my friends really suck. <laughs> You're right. But later I'm like, maybe they just felt weird. Because one of them did say they just felt weird being there. And I was like, why? And they were like, I don't know. And I was like, ooh. But as time went on, I started feeling weirder and weirder about being in that bedroom to the point that I literally, like, I started feeling like something was coming down, like, the one hallway toward my room. Ew. <gasps> I actually started sleeping on the sofa. Because mm-hmm. I was so uncomfortable and I left the back hall light on because it was smaller. So you, it was kind of like a walkthrough situation. So yeah. I could see. So I would know if something was there. Yes. Like that's what I started doing. And then one night, this sounds insane, it was kind of like that uh, like that sleep, what is it, like sleep paralysis situation. Yes. I Lucid. swear I was awake. I woke up again. It was like almost like there was like a mist or a fog. To me, it seemed like kind of like coming through the window. And I was like, oh, that's probably what it is. But I had a feeling there was, like, something there. I could not move. And I remember trying. I couldn't move. And, And I felt like whatever I had usually felt coming down the hallway was coming down. And then this mist, like, fog kind of thing, like, kind of shifted into the hallway. And I knew that wasn't good either. Like, for some weird, like, I just felt like there were, like, some different things going on. Yeah. But that, like, whatever they were up against with one another like whatever like the outcome of like this was between like these two entities yeah was basically gonna like be like the outcome like for me in a way it was just really (gasps) weird and i couldn't move in the same apartment i had also woken up at one point and both of my arms and my hands were completely asleep like it was just really weird and i just it was a short-term lease and i was so glad when it was over yeah but I didn't tell anybody about it because I just felt like a total weirdo freak. Sure. Yep. <laughs> I mean,
0: just a girl with her but, ghost stories. Right, but yeah. then it got
1: to the point where, like, my family would come to visit. Like, my grandparents and my mom and, like, my dog would come down. My dog couldn't settle. Like, he would not sleep through a night when he was down there. So he didn't come down often. My family, like, felt like they had to leave, like, their doors open. Like, it was weird. Oh. But nobody told me this when I lived there. It was after I moved out. And they were like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, we were never really super comfortable. And I was like,
0: cool. Cool.
1: And I lived there for six months. <laughs> Great. Um, But, Ooh. yeah, so it's just weird. And I haven't been able to find a whole lot of history. But knowing that area, yeah. there were a lot of Native Americans there. Yep. So the only thing I can think is, like, I mean, it was, like, the first, like, town basically which is probably giving away my location now <laughs> <Yeah>. um but <laughs> that maybe something happened like when settlers came yeah i don't know see and there's so um, many things i've heard things I there are a say. lot of things that happen in that area like that are kind of like that um but i wasn't able to find anything specific to that property so now that everybody out there thinks i'm this total freak weirdo <laughs> human um yeah i don't know like those are my stories i feel like i've had other things happen too um but those are like the main yeah, yeah. Okay. Which it's also weird because part of me is always like, I want to be like a ghost hunter, but then I'm also like, mm-hmm. no, I don't because they seem to like me, and I yeah. don't need that following me around. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, so those are
0: my stories. See the one, the last one. Yeah. Again, I knew you were being cryptic about the area that it was in, but there's again, so I much. I think I gave it away. Yeah. With it being like a
1: beach right. area <laughs> and like the first
0: yeah like real, the first yeah. town uh-huh i feel like with like the settler conversation and all of that with it being at the beach and on the shore mm-hmm. like there had to be something and there is a place nearby that kind of like alludes to some of that history
1: i'm just gonna whisper it you guys aren't gonna hear me
0: <laughs> yes, yes yeah you know what i never thought of that yeah. until you just said it My mom-mom had a camper down there.
1: I remember you telling me that. And nothing
0: happened. Now I'm kind of mad that nothing happened there.
1: They were fine because you weren't like putting down like root roots.
0: That's true. It was a camper. It was Mm (gasps) movable. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, so those are my crazy stories. Okay. So my favorite one that's personally happened to me. Yes. Used to work in this. Actually, there's a few instances that happened yeah um so i worked in this it, it was a an old building that was turned into a family restaurant okay the story behind it is that um this young couple got married and they had their first kid but the kid was super colicky um just would not stop crying it it was like endless um The mom ended up getting really depressed also after having the baby. Partially Mm -hmm. it was postpartum depression. um, But the fact that the baby just would not stop crying. Like I've driven to insanity. Absolutely. And it did drive the husband to insanity to the point that he supposedly murdered his wife, the babe, and then also took his own life. None of this is documented. We do not know if this is true or not. Um, a lot of weird stuff happened to all of us yeah. in this restaurant, though. Um, so the way that it was set up, you walked in and it was, um, when you walked into your right, there was the bar. And then as you went to the left, there was more dining room. Once you got to the back of that first dining room, there was a second dining room off to the side. And you could literally only see back a door frames worth. So when you were back there, typically you spent all your time back there because you just couldn't eye all of your your customers. Yeah. Um, I was also 14. I was a busser. It's not like I had a super important role there at all. Yeah. Um, but like, like VIP only. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> only the best of the best customers yes. can come back here. Yes. Um, I was closing one night, and one of our duties at the end of the night was to obviously sweep the floors. I was back in that back dining room by myself, and – it had three full walls and then that half wall that left the doorway opened um and on the far side the whole wall was big bay windows it was like three really long big bay mm-hmm. windows and it was pitch dark outside nobody was there uh, uh. yeah ew! You know, i still get creeped out by because it, it, it scared me like it still creeps me out um all the uh, Ooh, all the curtains close them there weren't curtains. <laughs> like, that's the thing. Oh, no. They were just opened windows. Yeah. Um, so everyone else was up at the front finishing all of their end of night duties, not yeah. back there sweeping. And my back was facing those windows. And I was backing up to a corner. So it's not like I was right up against the window. Yeah. But I was basically at the window and my back was facing it. And I'm sweep sweeping. And all I heard was <gasps> on the window and. Really, oh! No. I just got goosebumps saying it again. I haven't told a lot of people this story. I'll be hundred percent honest. I have told it honestly like out. three people about my uh, sleep story <laughs> in my yes. whole life. Yeah. yeah. And oh. all I just a really quick short in my ear, and I turned around. I threw that broom. I was—I mean, I was fourteen. I didn't say fuck yeah. it then, but I was like, fuck this. I'm not yeah. finishing. In I checked head. my name off. I was like, "Yep, it is all done." And people are like, "Where's the broom?" And I was like, "Oh, I left it back there for tomorrow." <laughs> like yeah. I was out. Scared the piss out of me, dude. Yeah. And nobody was there. Like the the parking lot was empty. That's like, what you people know always say, you, right? And
1: they're like, "Oh, maybe somebody was messing with you," but like you know, yep. there's no one there.
0: <laughs> it was end of night. There was maybe it's creepy if you see two something, servers left, and it's creepy if you don't. Yes.
1: Either way, there's no way you're you're going home feeling good about that yeah, night.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And then another time at the same restaurant, um the upstairs, which would have been like probably like the bedrooms and stuff, um was our storage space. So you walked up this really tiny set of steps and then you went to the left and it was this it was pitch dark. There was no lights that like lit enough to make you feel safe when you went up there, and it's where we kept all of our all of our extra shit and um me and one of the other servers had to go up we were grabbing styrofoam cups and we walked in and we knew where they were like you trained yourself to remember where everything was in there so you could run in real quick and get the fuck out of there because it was creepy nobody wanted to be there absolutely um and so we walked in it was just like literally straight from the doorway And again, behind us was another, hey, but then they topped it this time and they were like, what are you doing here? And we turned around, we were in the room, we turned around to look out the door where the light was, Mm -hmm. shadow went by. Yep. And we were like. Not a person. Nope. But a shadow. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Just the perfect outline of a human. I can't say if it was a guy. I can't say if it was a woman. They were not happy that we were up there, though. And we, like, bolted. Uh, we threw – the the server that I was with was, like, in tears by the time we got to the bottom. It freaked her out that much. We threw all of the styrofoam cups down the steps, and then we came after them. And we slammed that door shut, and we swore on that day we would never go back into that storage room again. Because it just – it scared us so much. It's like the abrupt whisper, is is like the the right. freaky part. It's like just
1: out of nowhere. Yeah, not like you can kind of. I mean, not that it isn't creepy if you like feel it coming or like see it coming because then you're like, ooh, like it just builds. Yes, but yeah. it's that like just crazy, out of nowhere. It's right there. Yep, next to you or behind you, out of nowhere.
0: Yes and the weirder part that because you said it that way we were standing side by side like shoulder to shoulder and i heard it in my right ear she heard it in her left ear so it was like that like right between you leaned right in between us and said hey what are you doing here yeah never went back up there um kitchen staff would say that things would get moved in the kitchen um We had this window that it it was it was like an old building. So you had to prop the window open because it was just one of those solid wooden frames. Um, And what they put in it, this sounds so stupid, but it was like an old blunt knife. And they said, that's a great idea. Right. Let's just load up. Just use a knife to prop it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kitchen said that they had seen that pulled out of the window and the window slammed shut. Um, things would be moved. We'd come in in the morning and things would not be where we left them. And it wasn't like, oh, the salt shaker was moved, you know, a couple inches. It was like things were missing and we would find them in a different room. The broom was something that we found in different places a lot. Um, And we all knew, like, you know, uh, you worked food service at some point, right? Did you? I haven't, no. Oh, okay. No, because I can't. I, I don't think I could do it I again. Can't. I know we were talking about that at, <laughs> before we hit record.
1: There but. are only so many jokes I can like
0: uh, <laughs> yes. laugh
1: at for like <sighs> whatever tip I get at the early bird special. People. Yeah. Like that's
0: that's it. Here's a tip for you. Yeah. And it's like shut up. I don't care anymore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like a revolutionary thing, but it's like, you know, you put stuff back when you're done with it well, so yeah. that everybody knows where to it retail. is. I worked at retail. Yeah. So I mean, like you have your supplies, you know, yeah. where everything like I said, be. It's not a revolutionary right. thing. It's just so everybody knows where to find what you need. Yes. Um, it would be in completely different rooms. It would be, uh, we found it in a locker at one point and all of our lockers had locks on them. And it wasn't
1: in someone's like locker where you're like, oh, that's... Like Ha-ha, Scott <laughs> messing with us
0: again. Right. Like, yeah, no. it wasn't it wasn't somebody that would like play those stupid kind of jokes. There were people I would expect it from. But the locker that we found it in was not someone that we we'd expected it to be. Wow. Yeah. Going around on the property at night in general. I got to a point where I refused to take anything out to the dumpster because it even seemed like there was like it wasn't thick. It was kind of thick woods. And now that I'm thinking about it there was i forget the story there was a guy recently that was found dead in these woods um i i feel like it was something nefarious like um like it could have been i don't want to say necessarily drug related mm-hmm. but like a troubled person got into right. a little bit of trouble was the general idea um but that was well after i had worked there yeah. that was within the last like 5 i would even say maybe 2 or 3 years um but it's just a a thin trim of woods around the property. No, see woods? No. And the dumpster was in the furthest I don't like corner. I like the day. N- no, <laughs> not, not at, at all. No. Um, and I remember one time we went out. It was another server and I, because we all refused to do half of the stuff by ourselves. And like the owners would laugh at us. They no, thought that we were just being just stupid. You guys need, like kid. a buddy system. That's what we ended up having to do by ourselves. And this girl and I were taking trash out and we got almost to the trash can and again from the woods behind the dumpster so realistically it could have been a human but just per all of our other experiences we definitely took the ghosty route yeah it was we don't what did it say it said we don't like the shit here And we don't know. That wasn't a ghost. That was definitely a a voice in a room next to us. I was going to say, like, if you guys
1: are hearing some, like, faint whisperings and voices in the background, (laughs) there is um, another studio area, like, right behind us that we're pretty sure people are in right now. Yeah.
0: So Um, don't think that you found an EVP on our our audio or anything. Um, But, yeah, it said we don't like this shit here. And we stepped back, and we wound up. And it could either mean everybody being there, or it could mean the literal trash. Yes, (laughs) it's there. (laughs) Absolutely. Like this place was just so creepy. A lot of people had experiences, and it wasn't like one of those things where there's that like psychological thing where it's like, oh, one person saw it, so now you have everybody thinks there. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody who had an experience, because there was one woman, she's not going to listen to this. I don't know where she is at this point in her life. She was very nice. I definitely enjoyed her. Her name was Rhea. She was a very reasonable woman. Um, no nonsense. Just yes. didn't, wasn't into this stuff. Not kind somebody of who like stuff. plays into this. Yeah. Yes. And she was the other one that was up in the storage room with me. And she was crying by the time we got yeah. down to the steps because it just freaked her out that much. And she's I'm, a very
1: like logical person. Yes,
0: a very sound-minded mm-hmm. human being, and she she wouldn't go back up there. We had to actually have the male owner go up there because most of us refused to go up. It was basically an almost all female staff right. on the floor, um, and nobody wanted to do it. We didn't feel comfortable going up there, and then they started telling us the whole like spooky, spooky of the the husband killing the family and himself. Yeah. So like, it like especially oh, that, yeah, and
1: they're probably like, guys, this explains it, <laughs> right? Doesn't that make it better? Now yeah. you know,
0: don't be worried. No, about that makes it, it worse. Now. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> um, another experience that I had, I'm noticing mine were a lot of voices. Yours was a lot of visual. Yeah, I've always had unfortunately. a lot of audio or like voices. I've had
1: the like occasional little thing here and there, but not to a point where I would like I've heard my name i've had weird things happen with like ouija situations
0: Ooh, Um, i've never dared you to freak me out no too much and i was like never again i don't care if it is a board game i think that there has to be something Mm -hmm. to it for it to have gotten to this cultural phenomena yep yeah um but i remember it was at my dad's house i woke up in the middle of the night it was the witching hour Mm -hmm. it was about three o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. i went up to go pee and um I was in the bathroom. And Which I, is a nightly occurrence for me now <laughs> around that time. Mid, I know. Midway through the night. I always wake up like an hour before I actually have to be up. <gasps> and then you And then I there. can't go to sleep. Yep. yep. <laughs> but yeah, I was in the bathroom. I didn't shut the door the whole way because like it was n- n- night. Nobody else right. was around. And I swore I heard it was my pappy's voice. Yeah. Say, most people don't call me hail. I'm finally accepting it when people do call me hail. I used to hate it. I used to actually tell people, please and now you're don't like, shorten it's... it. People are going to do it. Well, And I talk m- to myself that way. So like I can't say don't call me that when I'm right. like, oh, hail. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, but I-, I swear it was my pappy's voice. And it, it was be. just, it was so strange. And just a little toilet talk. Just a little toilet talk. Thanks, pap. <laughs>
1: Like, you couldn't have waited until a more opportune moment. Yes. Yeah.
0: I'm, like, groggy, half asleep, sleepy eyes. I'm just, hey, hey. And I thought it was my dad at first. Yeah, so you're like, what? Yeah. And, like, he, he was actually downstairs on the sofa. And I'm just like, it definitely wasn't him. It was weird. Um, This happened to my mom, but it happened in the house that I grew up in. Mm-hmm. Um, My dad's uncle passed away before he and my mom had gotten together. And the old house that we had had a big bay window over the kitchen sink and it looked out into this cornfield that is like right up against our property. Um when it grows it leaves like a it's like a sound barrier. Like we're that close to it, it's basically a privacy fence without right. being a privacy fence. Um and my mom was doing dishes one night and she swore she saw someone In the backyard right at the edge of the cornfield and she described him to my dad she said it was an older gentleman he was wearing a red and black plaid uh button-up shirt overalls jeans and boots and my dad was like what color hair and she was like i couldn't really see it but it I'm, i'm assuming it was like dark it was either dark brown or black and he was like, did he have a big nose? That was like one thing my yeah. dad asked. And she was like, actually, yeah. And she was like, he looked right at me. And my dad was like, that sounds exactly like my uncle. And she is pretty sure. My dad will even say to this day, he is like 90% sure my mom saw his dead uncle in our yeah. backyard. And actually piggybacking that because I did have a different visual experience. Yeah. Um, same thing. I was standing at the sink one night and I looked out in the yard and in the backyard, um we have like a a well, uh, I don't know, box. That's what I'm I'm miming right now. And next to it, it looked like it was a cat. This is so strange. Yeah. It looked like it was just a regular old white cat, but it was like kind of glowy, okay? A little bit. That uncle had a white cat that followed him everywhere, and it died shortly after that uncle had passed away. So I think I saw a ghost cat. I want to see ghost animals. I <laughs> right? want that to be what I see. And it just sat there like perfectly. You know how cats kind of like sit and their little haunches are up. Yeah. And then their tail kind of is, like wrapped around them a little yes. bit. Yes. That's like exactly how this cat was sitting. Just like perfectly. Just perfectly still looking right at me. It was like blinking. It's not like it was just like a, like a vision there. Yeah. <laughs> like it was a- alive, finger quotes alive. And um, yeah, my dad said that that was one of his favorite parts of going Th- this uncle had owned the property okay and then my dad had gotten it at some point yeah <laughs> and he and my mom lived there for a while before they split and yeah I think um but yeah he said that that was one of his favorite things when he was a kid was he had this white cat that was always at the house wow yeah so that's not a scary one
1: no that's a nice one yeah I it like was that weird
0: but it was nice I like that. But yeah, that restaurant was very problematic. I
1: don't like the restaurant. Mm -mm. Do you know, you've also worked somewhere, and now that I think about it, me too, because we worked at the same place, that hallway. Yes. I'll just call it out because it's not what it, well, do I want to? It's a daycare now, I think. Isn't it? Like it's a school. It's like like an early learning, like a weird place, which is weird. Um, But so we both worked at this one (laughs) salon where there was this creepy hallway and the only thing at night that would be on is this red light in the hallway it was the creepiest thing ever I remember I think I even like showed you pictures I took of it one night yes like in that hallway yep. just to how weird it was yeah eerie and everybody always thought they would hear somebody like saying their name at some point if yes. you were in that hall by yourself mm-hmm. I don't know how many times I thought like one of the other people like who worked in that back spot area yeah, was there. And I was like, oh, maybe they're just like being a creeper. And they're like in a room in the, like the dark for some reason. They haven't turned the light on yet. Or like they're in a different area of the building and there's an echo. Yes. And then it would be like, no, it was just me, but totally yep. somebody said my name. And I think that happened to you too. Yes. Or like you would hear music playing, but like it, the music had
0: been turned off. Yep. I would hear it from certain rooms. Yes. And typically – Usually toward the end the couple's room yep yep couple's massage room yeah it was always the creepiest and i'll be honest now that you're bringing it up so be, even though i never though, felt
1: like it was like a malevolent something no i feel like it was fine like it was just like oh we're gonna party back here like i even started yes. just saying like
0: good night at the end of the night i would like, too yep yep at least let them know that i acknowledged them right. that I'm, i don't mean any right like harm or anything like that um the the mirrors always weirded me out in that room.
1: I don't. I, but it was
0: just that room. There was something weird.
1: Mm-hmm. I think I don't know if it was like the paint job with the <laughs> mirrors combined with everything. But yeah, it yeah. was. I wouldn't. I wouldn't look in the mirrors too often. No, especially like that far. The one in the far back with the same corner.
0: Yeah. Yes, and I hated being on that table. And one person always made you be on that table, mm-hmm. <laughs> and. I would freak myself out because I didn't want to look in the mirror, but I would swear I saw stuff in that mirror. And actually now that I'm saying that too, the spot that I'm working at now, that mirror is really weird. And I've had some spooky spooky experiences there too now that we're now that we're diving deep in works.
1: I didn't I didn't like being in there in the morning by myself. No. When nobody was in there, I always felt a little bit like somebody was there.
0: Yes. Just a little bit.
1: Yep. And it was like a brightish place. Like there were windows everywhere. You could always like yep. see if there was somebody in there or not. Yeah. But it always yep. just felt a little bit like somebody was.
0: Oh, yeah. It was creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one night I was doing a massage, one day I was doing a massage and I looked in the mirror and like the corner of it looked like someone's head just like bopped up into it and then like went down and I smelled cigarette smoke. What? Yeah. And I know for a fact, I haven't told anybody this, um, I know for a fact that the client that I had is not a smoker. So it was not coming off of them. It is a non-smoking building. It's a non-smoking property. Right. Um, it's its a health center. I was going to say, it's, yeah. <laughs> so, like, it's a health club. So, like, there's no smoking on the property. Um, I looked it up. And I was going to ask, like, if you know... So if you ever smell like tobacco smoke mm-hmm. or cigarette smoke, um, not like fire smoke. It's definitely a different smell. Typically, they say that it's either your uh, like guardian angel or your spirit guides. I don't want them to smell like smoke. Or Me neither. But I think but, it's because yeah. it gets your attention really quickly. Okay. Or it can be like ancestors or like a, a past loved one who's okay. trying to make an appearance to you.
1: I don't think yeah come to me at work
0: d- right that's
1: exactly <laughs> you, why would you.
0: you do that find something better to do with your time yeah. yeah don't bug me while i'm on the clock right um but A little yeah
1: preoccupied
0: <clears throat> kind of busy guys kind of busy wow but yeah that was weird that was really weird that was probably the most recent weird i was gonna say like you didn't tell me about that no i, I didn't, didn't know because okay. i like, felt nuts yeah. Like, who am I going to tell that to? Anybody at work? Because they're going right. to be like, hell, you're you're crazy. Now everybody knows our crazy business. <laughs> yeah, right?
1: Um, now, they, now they know that we're oops, right. Exactly. people. <laughs> the only other thing I can think of with me, um, and it's very brief, um, <laughs> is just, and I'm not going to say the name of the place because I don't want anyone to get in trouble because I don't know if they were actually allowed to have people there or not. Okay. I think they probably were. I hope they were. I don't know. But there is... Um, sort of like a nature preserve or like an animal center near me
0: okay I just uh kind of mouthed it over to a
1: Haley there again you guys can't see it yeah (laughs) um don't want to uh put put it out there yeah but it was probably eight or nine years ago okay um one of my friends his boss like the restaurant that he worked at he was a chef so his boss was dating a girl who worked she was pretty high up at this like nature center okay and it was around like halloween time Mm -hmm. and of course you know a place like that they have a lot of like different like old buildings like that sort of thing so there was this one building it was like it was like a house basically that like the 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 center like owned whatever it was like on their property Mm -hmm. it was pretty cute it was like an old historic building And she was basically like, yeah, like, so we're going to have, like, a Halloween party, whatever. Mm -hmm. Again, not going to say where it is because I don't want anybody to get in trouble because I don't know if they were allowed to technically have it because it was kind of a hush-hush thing. Sure, Um, Went. It was a fun time, but it was really weird. And I was like, this is just, it just, it felt just like a weird situation. Okay. It was like, it was fun. Just from the get-go. It was fun, but also, like, I just felt like maybe, like, the crowd just wasn't my crowd kind of thing. It, It was just weird okay and somebody made a joke about like yeah like you know this place is like uh haunted and I was like yeah okay and they were like no again like me never knowing (laughs) whether I live there or visit you're just so cynical about it um (laughs) so I went yeah like I definitely thought they were like pulling my leg and they were like no like literally like the guy here was a murderer so there's anybody in our area there was a hotel in this area mm-hmm. and he was not you had mentioned hh H. Holmes earlier it wasn't him obviously <laughs> yeah but there was another guy who was a very early on sort of that time period he was also considered one of the contenders for like the first
0: Ooh, i didn't um, know
1: that and basically he owned this place it used to be just like a little inn just like a couple bedrooms upstairs very tiny place yeah and here, he would basically take, like, people who were, like, traveling, you know, that sort of thing. And usually it was, it was, like, businessmen, that sort of thing, who were, like, on their way through. Sure. Again, this is, like, a mountainous sort of area, so it would yep. be very easy, you know. And basically, he would, like, steal from them. And if they caught him, like, stealing from them, yeah, he just killed them. He wasn't, it didn't take him, I think, a whole lot, but, like, he, he had a few people under his belt by oh, the time wow. he was he was finally caught. And okay. again, I was like I've never heard this story. I grew up here my whole life.
0: I know everything. Checked with other
1: people I know too and they were like, "Yeah, no, totally true. Look it up." And you can look it up. Get out. Uh, so again, I'm not going to say what it is if anybody just I mean message us if you like really need to know, <laughs> but I'm not putting it out there for the world. Yes. Um yeah. we're not going to call anybody yeah. out. <laughs> so I just went to a Halloween party there. So I didn't experience anything weird. But I thought it was interesting that I partied at a I don't know death hotel or something I don't know what you would call it.
0: You were describing um, it completely
1: it's like un- unbeknownst to me,
0: very H.H. Yep.
1: H Holmesy. Yeah,
0: it, like extremely. Yeah, H. 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 he didn't Holmes-y. have a shoot or
1: anything. He was not like no. an advanced person.
0: No, like um, acid or anything. Yeah, no. I
1: think he he was just like a grifter kind of person. Like that's fair. He was he was just a shady guy that just took advantage owned of people. In. Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was yeah. It. yeah huh i dig it yeah (laughs) well we definitely went a lot longer Uh, we did and we hope that's okay with you guys yes we hope you tuned in for everything because like it was like yeah i really enjoyed it yeah Yeah. (laughs) it was fun to kind of get off of our yes like our usual routine yeah yeah um but still stick around because Mm -hmm. we have so many more episodes yes. and topics that we want to cover with you guys um let us know if you want us to do any like ghosty style interim episodes um we'll do our best yeah to appease that yes uh we're both very busy people outside of this but i mean this was a nice break from what we typically it was do. yeah it was yeah um so don't forget to find us on instagram Mm-hmm. am, am I, I pretty, pretty now? now pod <laughs> um yeah yeah i was gonna i was gonna say do you want to give our personals but realistically you're not we're not really on our personal socials. we're not on our personal too much no i mean i think they can probably figure it out i mean yeah probably i'm sure my feed isn't super interesting um it's at hurt like hail H a i l if you want to find me and mine. This is terrible. I don't even know how mine is because
1: it's so awkwardly pieced together. Because like evidently everybody has a name like mine. Um, so mine is just going to be Aaron, Erin E r i n period. A underscore. Whoa. H. <laughs> That's me. Um. It, it again. It probably should come up uh, if you just search our podcast here for us but, oh yeah and yeah. we've tagged
0: each other's personals yeah. in some of our posts so like you can also just find us that way yeah too. um but definitely, we're not very mysterious people <laughs> no we're not at all um definitely follow the am i pretty now pod yep insta though updates little snippets of episodes little appetizers um we're working on it we're trying Silly, to make it surely a, <laughs> a nice feed um but on that note I'm Haley. I'm Erin. This is Am Pretty Now, our Halloween special. Yay! <laughs> and until our next episode, stay, stay spooky, spooky, friends. Ooh! <laughs> Am I Pretty Now is hosted by Haley Eshelman and Aaron Healy. Our theme music was composed by Jason Mundaugh. The show is recorded at the So Good Media Studio at the Candy Factory, a co-working and social club in Lancaster, PA. Schedule a tour at co-workinginlancaster.com. Keep up with Haley and Aaron and all things Am I Pretty Now on Instagram at amiprettynowpod.